Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look, friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's going to be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. I always want to bring you value on the Church Acts podcast. So I think carefully and try to get into prayer about what to talk about. You know, the reason behind that is pretty simple for me. God knows who's going to listen and what they need, right? Truth be told, I could get a bit better at planning things out. So I'm a little bit more, well, I guess you could say ahead of the curve, but life has definitely been busy. And do you know what happens when life gets busy? Well, we make less and less intentional decisions and we do more and more of going with the flow. A few years ago, I was sitting in my car about to go host my radio show. It's weird how we have like these snapshots in life sometimes, you know, where you like you can just think back and remember like exactly where you were, what everything looked like around you. But that's one of these times for me. So I was sitting in my car. I was about to go host my radio show for what was one of the very first shows of a brand new year. It's either one of the first ones or one of the last ones of the year. So around New Year's time. And I was talking with my good friend who I know listens to this podcast, Roxanne. So a big shout out to Roxanne. And we were talking about words for the year. I don't know if she asked me or if I asked her, like, you know, what is our word for the year? And as I thought about it, I said that my word was intentional because I can be successful. I can do a lot of things and meet a lot of people. But back then, the way I was thinking was, if I'm not intentionally doing something, what is the point? Now, I think for the most part, that still holds true, especially when you don't forget to throw in some spontaneous moments, you know, and free yourself up from like a super rigid schedule. So that's the word that I wanted um, for myself a couple of years ago. And I just really wanted to make intentional decisions. This was where my mind was at and what I was thinking about. So those two words make up what I want to talk with you about today. Intentional decisions. Because more than ever, I've been thinking about something over and over and over again that I heard someone say not too long ago. We are all currently the sum total of every single decision we have made up until this point. And that really stayed with me. And I've been thinking about it for a very long time. And that's why I, that's why I wanted to bring it up to you. So think about it. Every addiction, how we know how to cook, the way that we talk, the way we respond to situations around us our physical health as as it sits right now, you know, how we feel when the alarm clock goes off. For that matter, what time our alarm clock goes off, you know, where we work, what we drive, the people we spend time with, how they view us, how we view them, the things that we even eat on a regular basis. And the big one, how our current walk with God is going or lack thereof is the sum total of every single decision we've made up until this point. That is huge in my mind. Because then I personally look at the areas where maybe I could see or want improvement in. And I think, well, it's not a mistake that I am where I am, right? It's not like I'm the victim of of something. And I guess that there are exceptions to this rule, like things can happen to and around us. But how we respond to them um, really can affect the trajectory as well. So I'm looking at myself in different areas and thinking, man, 
I am the way that I am literally right now because of absolutely every single decision I have made up until this point. I'm not sure why, but this one thought has been like replaying on my mind over and over and over again because if everything that I am is a direct result of all my decisions up until this point, well, my first thought is I probably could have made some better decisions, but after that is if I start making different decisions, I can eventually see and experience different results. This topic we've covered before here on the show, the thought of how things compound over time. You know how small daily habits that seem to not matter stack up and then the aggregate of them can affect big change over and on our lives. And here's a fun example. So last year in September, I got married to, um, well, who is now my wife, Magna. And for whatever reason, um, a year before that, so September 2020, after we got engaged, this is this is a bit of a... This is a church acts first, okay? But okay, so we, <laughs> I'm like choking over here. Okay, so September 2020, after we got engaged, my skin, that's right, I want to talk about my skin. It just went downhill. I was like breaking out. I was looking tired all of the time. I, and you know what's bad when people like start commenting, okay? Like, wow, like, have you been sleeping? What, what, why do you say that? Oh, no, no reason. No, yeah, okay. It's because I'm looking like the walking dead over here, right? But nonetheless, the result of all of that um, was my skin. It just was not where I wanted it to be. I'm thinking it was probably like different stresses, different stresses, you know, different like internal pressures that I was dealing with at the time. But let's throw that all aside. I even thought about this in terms of the wedding. Like I wanted to have nice skin for my wedding day um, because like no shade if you like are a guy and you wear makeup. I don't have a problem with that. As a matter of fact, I have makeup for myself for when I film videos for different clients, but I didn't want to have to to wear anything like that for the wedding day. I just wanted the photos to turn out nicely and, you know, not to be dealing with stuff like that. So there it was. I had this problem, as silly as it might sound, and it does sound silly saying it out loud. And I made the decision that I wanted to change that. So I went online. I started to do some research. I purchased a cleanser. I purchased a toner. Um, the moisturizer um, was a non-issue for me because I had been moisturizing my face for years and years, so that was good. And then lastly, I bought this serum to help balance out your skin and apparently like it helps to prevent breakouts. What did I do after that? Well, I already had the habit of brushing my teeth at nighttime and flossing, so I decided um, to attach a new skincare routine to that already established routine. This is called habit stacking. We read about this in even the book like Atomic Habits by James Clear. So this was perfect because it was something that I liked doing because I knew I was taking care of myself. And it was extremely easy to do because right after this habit of skincare, I was just going to go to bed anyway. So I had nowhere to be, nothing to rush to. So it was very sustainable. So I started doing this for a few months and it felt good, but I wouldn't say that I noticed like a drastic change. But now what happened is it was a routine of mine. So I kept it up, kept it up. Same thing. Cleanser, toner, serum, bed, cleanser, toner, serum, bed, cleanser, toner, serum, night after night, week after week, month after month. And now it's almost year after year. Did I notice any change? And to be honest, the changes were so gradual that it's hard to really say if I did or not. And plus, the routine of it was just something that I do now. So I don't even do it like frantically hoping that my skin will change. Like, oh my gosh, I have to do this or I'm getting married on Monday and I need to clear my skin up. But now as a result, for a year or more, I've experienced very healthy and blemish-free skin for the most part. I feel great about it, you know, and now it is done automatically as a part of my day. 
before I make my point, um, I just thought that it might be interesting because I remember when like ever I listen to podcasts and someone says something like this, if it's like skincare or if it's whatever, a book that they're reading, I want to know exactly what they do. So there's a brand that I highly recommend you try. It's called Youth to the People. It is pricey, but I find a little goes a long way and nothing that my wife or I have found really compares to it. So there's my little uh, talk on skincare, but honestly, like their cleanser is fantastic. Now it's getting a little fruity here on the uh, Church X podcast. It's getting a little metro. So let's move it forward. Now to the point of the story, I am currently living in and experiencing the benefits of a decision I made years ago. I'll say that again in case you missed it. I'm currently living right now in the benefits of a decision that I made years ago. This is such an interesting topic to me because I can look at any area of my life, as I mentioned before, and then think back to years prior and instantly notice and spot trends as to why I am the way that I am or why I'm experiencing what I'm experiencing. See, I was talking skincare and it was just kind of a fun example, but maybe you've practiced the habit of anxiety. That's right. Did you know that you can actually make a habit out of feeling anxious that then makes you more anxious? Like you can create triggers and interpret scenarios like that. How about uh, practicing the habit of being a victim or thinking that you can't? You know, we all made decisions that have allowed us to experience what is our reality today. Here's two other thoughts for you. So right now, uh, this past week, you made decisions. And the second thing, some of them are so routine, just like with my skincare routine, you didn't even realize you made them, but you did. And those decisions are always stacking up, taking you in either one direction or another. Why this is even so powerful is because it's the small things that add up over time. The danger is usually we don't realize that we are making unhealthy decisions until they pile up and begin to form into bad habits, which in turn affect our lives negatively. I was talking about uh, this, actually it was last night as of recording right now on my show, how um, dangerous it is because we are fighting against our old habits when we're making these like decisions because usually the decisions that are like quote unquote negative are pretty easy to sustain. Like sleeping in was the example I used. You don't really feel like you're practicing or making the decision of sleeping in. You just do. Why? Because it's super easy. There's like no friction involved, but you're choosing to make that decision to sleep in. And then over time, that turns into laziness. That turns into other things. There's like different health things that go along with that. And next thing you know, you're not productive. See, just one unconscious decision that was based subconsciously because of comfort can have a huge ripple effect over your life. Now, I don't want to do it because I feel like it's been a drum that people have beaten over and over and over again. But let's talk about our health for a few moments today. I am at a disadvantage because I am naturally lean. If that made you throw up in your mouth and if you're feeling anger towards me now, stick with me. Okay, why is that a disadvantage? Like it's, of course, an advantage if I do things correctly and keep myself in check. However, hear my heart on this. It is also a disadvantage in the fact that I can not really pay attention to my diet or when I eat, how much I eat, and still remain fairly lean. Now, what that is also doing is it's building up extremely dangerous habits. See, when I decide to eat late at night, you know, when I decide to eat fast food or have that snack, here's the thing. I might not notice it now, but over time, even when I'm older and my metabolism slows down, these small, poor decisions around my diet are going to stack and stack and stack. And then I might find myself, if I'm not careful, in a place with, you know, energy levels and a BMI that I don't want. Why? 
Because it's not so much the genetics and habits as much as it is about the small, seemingly innocent decisions over the long run. See, the decisions I might be making today is fine for maybe my, you know, Terry in his 20s, but the same decisions might actually set me up for failure in my 30s, 40s, so on and so forth. Think of decisions as your gateway to either the life you really want and dream about or the one that you could never imagine, um, you know, to be yours. We address skincare and healthy eating, but what about something more serious? How many times have you heard the story about the man or woman who cheated on their spouse and it ruined almost everything? We all know the story, right? It was maybe the person's charisma that got them talking with someone at work or online, I guess, these days. Then it was some jokes that were a little risky. Then the thoughts took over. Then the text. Then, you know, the next thing. Then the thing after that. And then after this, like, you know, train wrecks worth of poor decisions stack up and they find themselves together for what was probably not even a couple of hours. And now because of a small decision, um, like many small decisions over time, the trajectory of trust and love and commitment and the legacy of purity has been abolished in their life. Now, it can be restored if that's your story, but let's just be honest here. Like it's it really tears down um, many relationships and if not like completely destroys uh, generations because of like a quick decision that you could make. It seems like a quick decision, I should say, in the short term, but really over the long run, it was many small things that continually brought them down a certain path. See, you and I are the sum total of the decisions that we've made up until this point. That's right. You and I are the sum total of the decisions that we have made up until this point. And it's interesting, too, because the mind learns, okay? Our minds are incredible. The more I've been studying the mind and reading books on it, the more, like, it's blowing mine, okay? Um, because if I go back to that previous example when it comes about the affair, so at the very beginning, it's just these small, innocent things. Oh, now this person is giving attention to me. Oh, the dopamine hits. Now, all of a sudden, your habits and your mind is starting to crave you going down a certain path. See? So now it's becoming easier and easier and easier to make decisions like that. There's one person uh, who I remember listening to and they're like, you know what? I used to love fast food. And they're like, if you gave me a Big Mac, I would take a Big Mac and fries any day over eating like a healthy salad and a piece of fish or something like that. But then they started to change their diet. They started to get educated. And now the their mind only leans towards healthy food. He's like, now if I looked at that Big Mac, I'd be like, Ugh, give me a salad or something like that, which sounds pretty pretentious when you say it like that. But all that to say is that your mind is also learning and adapting. So these decisions become easier and easier and easier to go down to, like down those paths. So where are your decisions taking you? If you and I are the sum total of the decisions that we've made up until this point, where are our decisions taking us? That sounds like a good question, doesn't it? You know, it sounds reasonable. But how about we take that a step further? That is step one, identifying where our decisions are taking us right here, right now. But now the better question where do we want to go and what type of people, what type of person do we wish to become and what decisions do we have to either start, stop or continue making to get there? Because we're all on this path of life together and we are being taken somewhere by what, by what we decide. You know, don't you think it's important for us with the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to be making those decisions intentionally instead of just landing somewhere and thinking, well, you know, that happened. Let's let's not leave that up to chance. I'm currently listening through a teaching series uh, with the church, actually, who's talking about decisions before we 
close off the episode for today, I want to share something that they've been discussing. It's the notion of pre-deciding, meaning when I find myself in this situation or when this happens, I will automatically do something because I've already decided ahead of time. One thing I've been talking about on my radio show is how I don't want us all to be people who just start things, okay? But people who finish things as well. That's just been on my heart because I feel like we just constantly are like, oh, I want to do this, want to do this, want to do this. And then we like quit. And then it's like next year, I want to do this one. It's like, no, none of that nonsense. Don't just start. We want to finish. And I know that if we're going to do that, um, and if we are going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant one day, it's going to take a series of thought out intentional decisions with humility. See, pride would say, I'm good. You know, that's too intense. I'll just take life as it comes. But I was reminded when I was uh, thinking about that, actually, about one of the greatest kings of all time. You might know where I'm going with this. King David, right? The Bible talks about many decisions that he made. Decisions to have faith and take massive action. Decisions to honor the Lord and to be bold in the face of danger. You know, to stand for what is right, to chase after God. But then when all was going very well, he wasn't being chased around, right? He had people underneath him. The kingdom was securely in his grasp. He decided to make a single decision that ended up leading to, listen to this, adultery, murder, deceit, death of his own son, I believe rape of a family member, him almost losing the kingdom, having his legacy marred. Not only that, but if you follow this story, you'll see patterns just ripple down throughout time. Now there was repentance and that's important, but focus not on just the story, but at the very beginning, how there was a decision that was made. If you want to read it for yourself, the full thing, um, with this in mind, like decisions in mind, I'm talking about King David and Bathsheba. This is where it all starts. Second Samuel 11, verse one, first verse, it says in the spring of the year, when Kings normally go out to war, David sent someone else. Okay. All these things. And then at the very end, it says, David stayed behind in Jerusalem. In the spring of the year, when kings normally go out to war, see what's being implied here? When they normally do this, David made a different decision and stayed behind in Jerusalem. Before there was Absalom, his son, before there was hatred, before there was lust, before there was rape and murder, before there was Bathsheba, there was a decision. Friends, your ability to decide is powerful. If you don't believe me, think about it like this. God has given us all free will. Out of his goodness, we have been given the ability to choose. We have the right to choose heaven and we also have the right to choose hell. I pray that we will all choose life. So pay attention to the decisions you make and even the ones you have made, the ones you're currently making, the ones you're thinking about making. I'm thinking right now, like this wasn't even part of what I wanted to talk about, but I'm thinking of someone specifically right now in my mind that I love very much and um, I grew up alongside. Um, I knew them and I knew one of their siblings. And I remember just watching as these people decided to make drastically different decisions. And I'll tell you what, even though everyone's in a seemingly good position right now and it all worked out. They went through very different set of circumstances because of the decisions that they made differently. Because whether we acknowledge them or not, our decisions, they are taking us somewhere. I want to see you in health, right? I want to see you fulfilled, walking in all that God has for you. It all starts with a decision. My question is, what will you choose?